Andy here, popping in to let you know we experienced some technical difficulties when recording. Therefore, you may notice our voices sound slightly distorted. However, we can assure you the content more than makes up for it. Enjoy. You are listening to Hustle with Heart with your hosts, Dr. Andy and Dr. Jacinta. Are you a small business owner with big goals, but not into selling your soul, freedom, and joy in exchange for success? If yes, you're in the right place. Stick with us and we will teach you the exact strategies and tools we have used to successfully blend our work and family life with ease, all while growing an aligned seven-figure business and helping transform over 5,000 clients' lives. Welcome to our inner circle, where nothing is off limits. It is time to align your business and heart. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 25 of the Hustle with Heart podcast, how to build your community using joint ventures. In today's episode, we will be covering why joint ventures are so important for business growth and community building how to successfully approach like-minded companies, and how to create lifelong, strong collaborations. But before we start, you can find out what your relationship is like with money with our free Money Mindset quiz. Head to www.hustlewithheart.com.au forward slash quiz to complete it. And please remember to share your results with us. Social media, online marketing, and email list building are all very important and key foundational pillars for expansion of your brand and business. However, nothing quite beats partnering with similar brands to expand your reach and to exactly target the market that you are after that are interested in your unique product or service. For example, we love our Pilates studio, Control Pilates, don't we, Andy? Yes, we absolutely do. We love so much. Yes. Andy is slightly distracted because she's filming Instagram (laughs) stories. She's multitasking. (laughs) So we do. We love our Control Pilates um, collaborators. Last year, we actually both attended a class and the owner approached us to do a mutual event called Sip and Stretch. And basically, we collaborated together on that. We both brought our client base to the practice for an afternoon of Pilates and champagne, and we celebrated International Women's Day. And then since then, we have built such an incredible, mutually beneficial friendship and business relationship with them that has, you know, opened up so many opportunities for both of us. We now refer all of our open space clients to them. Um, so anyone who ever needs Pilates, straight away we refer them to Control Pilates. And they also do the same. So they really trust open space to look after their clientele as well. And I just wanted to point out that... I was the first person to actually find Control Pilates. Uh, yes, she And was. so it's, it's all me it's and all it's because you, of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give her that one, shall we? We'll let her have that win. I was sick of Jacinta beating me up in the gym, making me lift really heavy weights and doing sled runs and stuff. And I, my body just needed Pilates. It just needed Pilates. True. We are both much better in terms of our physical health going to Pilates instead of sledge pushing. <laughs> what sledge pushing? I don't know. You mean sledge pushing? Anyway, let's get back to this podcast. <laughs> so, 
So basically, joint ventures, that's what we're after. So a joint venture relationship can look like this. So it can help you grow your business faster. It also allows you to access new markets and it opens up lots of new opportunities that you may not actually be aware of. So how can you actually partner with a joint venture and have it benefit your business? Well, the first thing that we would recommend is to actually write a bit of a hit list. So the first thing that I would recommend that you actually do when thinking about who you would like to partner with for a joint venture or a JV is create a collaboration hit list. So firstly, if you have a local business or an actual physical shop or store, then look at who's in your um, close proximity that you can partner with. We have done for open space, you know, lots of different campaigns or social media loops and giveaways that have collaborated with the local Fremantle area. And that has built such an amazing community and has allowed us to tap into the markets of our local businesses as well. So for example, um, we love our Um, local grocer so we've done even done little videos with them as well um what else gyms gold gym also massage places um stores tea companies yeah um candle making businesses um uh what is it organic makeup as well um organic um like Roho, Georgie at Roho, so um, you know, vegan, organic ice cream. So just think outside the box and think about the businesses that would have a similar audience, similar target audience to your business. And also the businesses that would benefit from tapping into your market too. So for example, let's use Roho Bure again. So that's the vegan ice cream store in our local area. Our clients are health focused. So we are, when collaborating with Roho Bureau, that is beneficial for that company as well, because they are able to tap into our market that are already primed and wanting vegan, healthy ice cream. So this is really about having a mutually beneficial relationship. And essentially, this is the headspace that we would recommend that you get into. So often of the time, when we are in business and you're thinking about collaborating, there's companies which are very much about take, take, take. You just have to think back to potentially people in your, you know, DMs that are like, hey, I've got this thing, check it out. It's like there's this energy of take and that can be really repelling. But if your headspace is an energy of give, like you're coming in to the conversation thinking about, your clientele wanting them to um, find a new business that will be beneficial for them and then knowing that that business will be able to um, have benefit from your client base, then they're much more likely to want to collaborate with you because they can see that it's going to be mutually beneficial. So essentially what Jay's getting at is that it is a win-win win relationship. So it's a win for your business. It's a win for whoever you're doing the JV with their business. And it's a win for the community. It's a win for um, both 
their clients and your clients. And really, this is the way that we believe that business should be done. And that is the way of the future for business. This is it. It's not the the, you know, we take, um, we take over. It's all us, us, us. It's win, win, win. What's good for you is good for everyone. Exactly. It's about, not about competition, but about collaboration. And we've, you know, we've even collaborated with businesses that are in direct competition with us. So other chiropractors, because we know that by creating that relationship with those people, then that's going to serve us in the long run anyway, if we need to refer clients to a different location, for example. Now, before you approach a brand, it's really important that you research them and you understand who you're talking to, who your market, who their market is, what their culture is, and really understand their ethos. So check out their website, check out their social media, understand the language that they use and the market that they're attracting and what their values are as a company. Think about how your product or service may benefit their market and also think about how their product or service may benefit your market. So have that thought process before initially contacting them. And once you have done that, it is now time for that first handshake. Now I said handshake, not asking them to marry you. So this is like going on that first date, coming in it's hot and heavy. It's not married at first sight. It's not married at first sight. <laughs> coming in hot and heavy, you will repel people big time. So think about it like that date. You don't go straight into the ask. You get to know the person first. You say hi. You put your best foot forward. You um, have them get to know you as well. And it's really important not to be pushy or forceful here and also very important to be authentic and genuine. So what we would recommend is actually just start engaging with them. That can, the best place, I mean, I always refer to social media, but it really is such an amazing tool for community building. Go to the company's social media that you're wanting to joint venture with and start commenting on their posts, start sharing, um, you know, their stories or their reels or their posts and genuinely engage with their content. This is not a time to be pitching. It is not a time to be asking anything from them. It is simply about warming them up and getting to know each other. And now that you've done the formal, the handshake, it is time to make formal contact. This is where we're going. sounding like it's, you know, you're contacting extraterrestrials like in space. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here is where you may want, would like, you may like to drop into the DMs, but I would suggest an email is more appropriate. However, do not say things like, I love what you're doing and you are so inspiring and just leave it at that. Go into detail, show them that you know what they've been doing. Be specific. So I love what you did with that last post when you spoke about X, Y, Z. It looks so amazing with what you're doing with your clients in reception on that day that you did that post. Like actually be specific and genuine about about what you're saying because people can see through the bullshit essentially. And yes, we are like, and as human beings, but like antennas, we're like receptors. So you know that the majority of um, communication is nonverbal. It's um, yeah, you you feel it. So you you know those people that you just don't like because you just can feel. 
People can feel it. Yeah, bad vibes. Yeah. People can feel the bad vibes. So only bring good vibes and go for quality, not quantity. So do not spam a whole bunch of, say, if you're wanting to joint venture with a Pilates studio and spam every single Pilates studio in your area saying exactly the same thing. Actually genuinely pick one that you want to work with and speak with them authentically and really uh, nurture that relationship with them. Your intention here is, again, not to pitch. It is actually to get a face-to-face or voice-to-voice contact. So you may have warmed them up in the DMs. You know, they may have seen you commenting on a few things. And now you're suggesting that you meet face-to-face or that you have a phone call. It's really important to think about yourself as the prize here as well. So yes, there's going to be benefit for your business partnering with this company, but also there's going to be huge benefit to that company. So really keep that in mind. Now, there is a way that you can, I guess, for lack of a better word, pitch yourself if we're going to go with that terminology, but that is essentially what you're doing in the most genuine way. What I recommend if you are a service-based business looking to collaborate and there is a Uh, and you have a clientele. Let's use open space again as an example. So we have a whole bunch of clients that we recommend to different services if they need some extra support. Um, Say we know that this person needs uh, some remedial massage to help them get better. Okay. So to joint venture and to collaborate with a massage therapist, we could send them out to anyone or we could have a really strong core foundational relationship with one massage therapist that will also refer back to us. So if we were going to think about, okay, well, we want that massage therapist, what I would do is when contacting them, I would say something like this. Hi, I am Dr. Jacinda from Open Space Healing. Um, This is a little bit about me. I have many clients that I see that I'm looking for somebody to um, refer for remedial massage. So see straight away, you're actually saying, I want to send you clients. I would, I'm looking for um, someone who can do X, Y, Z. And so would love to have a chat to you to see whether or not you would be a good fit for that. So can you see how I've actually positioned myself as the prize there? I've actually said to them, I would like to come and see you because I have clients to send you and I want to see whether or not you are the right person for the job. So that energy exchange is now going to be them wanting me to come and come to their business and see it. If they care about getting new clients, which that's great if they do, if they don't care, then they're not the right person. So say you now have that person that you have contacted you've started to build a bit of that relationship with, it's now about just loving on them. So remember that dynamic of three gives to an ask. It's the same when it comes to collaboration. So actually start sending clients to them or customers if it's the right fit Um, and, you know, share their stuff like we spoke about before, if it aligns. And then eventually there will be that dynamic where you're giving so much to them, then you're going to be the person that is front of mind when they need your offer or service for their clientele. 
because once you have warmed them up so much, you can actually go in for that direct ask. So that would be the next step here after some time. Specifically now ask for that collaboration if it's a good fit. And a little bit on psychology here as well. Say we have that massage therapist that we're wanting to collaborate with and say you're, you have a um, a discount offer that you would like to offer their customer base to come and have your service. So this is now your direct ask. You're wanting that business to offer your cards to their customers. Well, when uh, actually bringing this to their attention, I would say something like, um, you know, you wanting to help the broader community, you have a limited amount of vouchers that you're wanting to give to someone and they were your first pick because you love them so much. And only say that if that's actually true, like if you do have limited numbers and if they're your first pick, then say that. But that is actually creating a little bit of that um, scarcity, special source and time restraint as well, which psychologically will make people want to work with you more. Another idea for a direct ask, you may actually like to offer them a complimentary service or a product to try out and share if they feel called. So this works best for small businesses um, versus large scale influencers. For example, we have had numerous people come in and give us samples of different things like to see if we would like to stock them in our health store in-house um, in the clinic. Um, so teas and candles and essential oil bracelets and things like that. So that's another, another way that, um, that you can ask. A great example of that is we stock a honey called Blessed Bee Honey in the practice. January, if you're listening, this is a plug for you. January did such an amazing thing for us the other day. She came into the practice and she offered a honey ceremony sound healing for free for all of our staff at, um, at Open Space. And that was so beautiful. And it was, it was off her back and it was a gift. But now we have such a better understanding of that honey. And I am so excited to recommend that to all of our clients come tomorrow. It's very, very special, honey. It's on um, Indigenous sacred land and it's better than organic. It's, it's like just wild and, and free and, yeah, medicinal okay. as well. It has a TA rating of 25. There you go. Look, well, see, look, <laughs> like we're, we're all over it. And I know that January she didn't do that because she was, you know, thinking, oh, I want them to advertise me. But this is how genuine connection and genuine giving can lead to such a beautiful collaboration. Mm, great example, Jay. That literally just happened on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. so good. And to end, like any relationship, you need to continue to nurture it so that you can grow together. Do not set and forget these things. Continue to um, give, give, give and receive back and keep adding value to them and they will do the same for you. Yes, no one likes a, a one-night stand, a, <laughs> a runaway. You want to nurture that relationship so that you can mutually um, benefit from its beauty. What a great place to end. <laughs> Now for today's takeaways, 
Joint ventures are designed to be mutually beneficial. Remember, win, win, win. Everyone benefits. Remember, you are the prize. Collaborate with genuine connection and start with a handshake. People can see through a cold pitch. And continue to nurture your collaboration partners for lifelong community building. In our next episode, we'll be discussing the art of batching your work for ultimate freedom. But before you go, remember, you can find out what your relationship is like with money with our free money mindset quiz. Head to www.hustlewithheart.com.au forward slash quiz to complete it. And please remember to share your results with us.